For the past 20 years or so, I have been learning about a method of storytelling called godly play. What I love about godly play is the way that space is breathed into a story and everything is slowed right down. Simple objects are used to hold the gaze and we're invited to enter into the story with our imagination. At the end, there are wondering questions to help us explore it further. And finally, we're invited to respond in some way to the story. I've decided to tell today's gospel reading as a godly play story. We'll have to work our imaginations even harder as I describe the objects that I would use if I was with you, but I think we can do it. So I invite you to enter the story room, sit opposite me in a semicircle, and when everyone is ready, we'll begin. Next to me is a small box, but you can't see what's inside. I say, hmm, I wonder what's in this box. I wonder what today's story is and what it has to say to us. I lift out a piece of purple felt cloth and smooth it out. And you begin to see that it's a square, about a metre long and wide. I say, we are getting close to the end of the time for the colour purple, but it's not yet over. There is more story to tell before we enter in to the mystery of Easter. And we wait in anticipation of the story to come. I turn again to the box and draw out an object. It's a flat wooden object shaped a bit like an arch or a U with square rather than rounded sides or maybe an outline of a rectangle with one side missing. It's about 30 centimetres by 10. I say, I wonder what this is. I place it down with the open side facing U. I turn again to the box and draw out a cup and a plate and put them down on the shape to my right hand side. I draw out a small jug and place it down. And someone says, it's a table. And I say, oh, it's a table. I say, I wonder if there's anything else in here. And I find a small piece of bread and I place it with the other objects. Sitting back, we look together at the laid table and we wait. I say, I wonder who came to this meal. I wonder what sort of people they were. Let's look inside the box to see. I pull out a small wooden figure and hold it in the palm of my hand for you to see. And I say, there was once someone who said such amazing things and did such wonderful things that people followed him. They asked him many questions and even shouted praises to him. They thought that Jesus had come to be their king, but they weren't paying attention because he wasn't the sort of king that they were expecting. Eventually, the leaders were afraid of him. They were looking for him and plotting to arrest him. So Jesus found a secret place and invited his closest friends to join him there. 
I place the figure next to the table on the right hand wing in the middle and I say this is the place Jesus sat in the special place for hosts during this time. But who were his closest friends? I look in the box and pull out another wooden figure and place it on my hand. I say, this is Judas and he sat here to the left of Jesus in the place kept for the guest of honour. Who else? I lift another wooden figure onto my palm and say, here is someone with a mysterious name. He was called the disciple Jesus loved. It may have been John, the youngest of Jesus' followers, but we're not told for sure. And I place the figure down and say, he sat here on the other side of Jesus at the outer edge of the table. And this was the, sp the special place for a trusted friend. But there's still lots of spaces. Who else came? And I lift out each figure and count them, placing them around the table. Here is a third friend and a fourth. A fifth, sixth. The table is getting busy. But there's even more. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I sit back. Is that all? No. There's one more. And this is Simon Peter, the oldest of Jesus' disciples. And I place the last figure on the far edge of the left-hand wing. This is the place for the least important person or even the servant. It's just one of the strange upside down things that happens in this evening. Our story now is going to zoom right in to the middle of their time together. I place my hand on the Jesus figure and say, here is Jesus with his friends. Their time together is coming to an end and he still wants to tell them many important things. Suddenly, Jesus looks very sad, like something awful has come into his mind. Looking around, he says, One of you is going to turn your back on me. One of you is going to give me to my enemies. His, his followers are nervous. They look at each other. Who is he talking about? Placing my hand on the figure of Simon Peter, I say, Simon Peter called out to the disciple who Jesus loved. Ask him who he means. In those times, people would lie on their left side to eat, leaning on the person next to them. So Jesus' trusted friend was leaning on Jesus. He was very close to him. And so he asked, Lord, who is it? Jesus said, it's the person that I will give this piece of bread to. I will give it to him after I've dipped it in the cup. Everybody stopped what they were doing. What would Jesus do next? I lift the Jesus figure and cup him in my right hand. With my fingers, I lift the bread and dip it into the cup. I turn the figure to face Judas and say, Jesus handed the bread to Judas. I lift Judas in my left hand and cup him there and with my free fingers I move the bread from my right hand 
to my left hand, I say, Judas took the bread. I say, as soon as Judas ate the bread, his heart was turned against Jesus. Jesus said to Judas, what you're going to do, do it quickly. No one else understood what was going on. They thought Jesus was telling Judas to go and buy something. But Judas understood. And when he had taken the bread, he went into the night. I placed Judas gently back in the box and we pause. I say, after Judas was gone, Jesus said, now everyone will see me as I really am and God's glory will be on display. This is the end of the story and so I sit back and I say, I wonder which part of this story you like the best. I wonder which part of the story is the most important. I wonder which part of the story we could leave out and still have all the story that we need. I wonder which part of the story is especially for you today or where you are in this story. Now, I wonder what work you'd like to do today in response to this story.